Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Puckle! Puckle! And welcome to the 438th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my magnificent co-host. We have the uh, the stellar the stellar co-host himself, Sublime. I wanted to follow that up with something. What is good? What is good? It. How are you? Uh, and then we've got the competitive the competitive minded Seth Vilo. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Sometimes I have that's better days than others. Quality. I don't. That's, that's my quality. quality. That's your identifying quality. It's uh, it's that works it's for that me. That one guy that runs Battlecast sometimes. <laughs> that one guy. That, I like. I like the first one better than the second one. We'll we'll stick with the first one. Maybe we should. Maybe we should just call you the. Uh, maybe we should call you the. Cons- the stabilized supporting. The consistent Seth Vilo. The consistent. The consistent. Seth. Um, and that's that's mostly just because of my lack of ability to uh, run run Battlecast. So uh, on that note, though, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2007, where we kind of just get together, play Pokemon. If you have po- if you're a Pokemon fan and you, you're scared to tell people, well, you can come here. We're underground, I promise. And we talk everything from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. Are there things in between? I don't actually know. What would you say? There's things collecting the cereal boxes. Yes, there is a turn-based um, DS game that we are all fan of. It starts with a, C. a particular one. Yes, uh- <laughs> yes, and that gets mentioned a lot, <laughs> as I recall. Yes, it does. Uh, all right. Uh, so welcome to great game. Welcome to the show. If you're new, welcome back. If you're old, uh, I'm excited to have you here, and I, I hope everybody else is excited to be here. As well as you, you listener, who's no longer in their car because you're working at home and you don't listen to us on your Monday morning commutes. So you listen to us because you're bored out of your mind and need something to do. Yeah, or you're or you're cleaning your kitchen right now, or you're quote working from quote home from quote home. <laughs> All right, but without further ado, what have you guys been up to lately? It's been a while since it's been a minute since both of you were on. I think it's been a good long while. Yeah, it's since been both of you were on. I think. <laughs> Yeah. I would say, quote, working from, quote, home. <laughs> well, what, what about Pokemon-wise? What have you been doing? That, that's a good question. I actually have a big thing. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, Go for I it. actually have a big thing. I finished the Pokedex and Sword this week. Woo! Yeah, got that certificate, got that shiny charm. Uh, so that got done. I was like, I hadn't been really like into playing Pokemon on console 
for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I had taken a little bit of a break from it. Was you know how you have different hobbies and sometimes they just kind of rotate what you're most. Yeah, no, no, I get that. Especially like when, especially when it's just like completing Pokemon and not competitive Pokemon. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, oh, you know what, like. While I'm on this quarantine, I might as well go finish this Pokedex real quick. I was only like 30 or 40 away from it. I'm like, yeah. okay, let's knock him out. And I did, and I got it. So that's done. Okay, at the risk of sounding sassy um, from me, not you, tell me <laughs> tell me how much it wasn't because the Pokedex was smaller that you were able to complete it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, it was the regional text, not the national text. Although I am thinking about making a living dex for um, home, yeah. so I can get that Magirna now. Yeah, dude, I want to do that. Need, you don't need a living dex anymore. You don't. It's just a complete dex. Well, then I'm a little confused. How do you get the complete dex in? Functionally, functionally, you need a living dex. Like you need to have had everything once, but then you can you can take your Bulbasaur out, evolve it into an Ivysaur, put it in home. You don't need three mm-hmm. separate Pokemon yeah. in there at once. They fixed that. That's the only, but you do functionally need a living dex. I've been doing that too, but I've kind of been doing it in a little bit roundabout way that I've been talked about before where I'm just like going through each gen and trying to do a living dex in each gen. I think that's what I'll do. It's been a lot of fun. I I started with three because three is the hardest, like by far the hardest. I'm going to just go in order. Uh, I also decided to join gens one and two when I do it because I don't really want to redo gen one and gen two. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to let's go Eevee and Pikachu. Because I never finished that game, because who did? Yeah. Um, You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I can finish that and transfer stuff from there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Two birds, one stone. I I don't even think that game is... I don't know that Game Freak considers that game a success anyway. Like, Um, I wouldn't be surprised. That's a good question. Well, because it it sold 10 million copies in, like, the first month. And then it broke 11 million copies in October. And so, like, that's a really long time... From like January thirtieth to like October thirty first to but you know, to sell one million copies. Eevee, my Eevee is super cute. My Eevee is really cute though. That uh, you can dress sunglasses. it up. You can dress it up. It has sunglasses. Okay, it's super cute. <laughs> I got to the point I could yank Pokemon from Go, and I have not gotten further. Also, I like that I was able to get a Melmetal because I have Pokemon that that game, you know? So I haven't even gotten Melmetal legitimately because I have to like I'd have to go play Pokemon <laughs> Go enough to go catch Meltan once a week. And like you have to connect every yeah. week to Let's Go to do it. I did that for like a month. Yeah, I just don't have, I have a Mel I didn't Metal. have the discipline <laughs> yep. to do that. And it feels good whenever I take over a gym or leave right. a Pokemon in a gym and go to be like, here's my Melmetal, suck it. <laughs> yeah, it's a flex. I'm here for that flex. Talk about like the pay to win, like with Melmetal, by the way. Like that you can get one in you can get one in go <laughs> without it. But, but then you have to walk twenty K per candy. And it's four hundred. After yeah, that. And yeah. you need four hundred candy and you've got like twenty from the research. Like <laughs> that's like that Melmetal's a flex. It's a flex. I've got a shiny one too, suckers. Yeah. And it's got good IVs, suckers. Oh, mine has uh, bad IVs. I have one, and I'm like, it's not good. I might evolve <laughs> it. I don't know. Oh, what about you, Seth? You didn't do anything, anything crazy? Um, not too crazy. I participated in the Mel Metal suspect test, so that's kind of what kept me on the ladder for a while. It mm-hmm. was fun. I ended up not making the Rex because I got distracted by the fact that my Skyrim game has 293 mods active, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Is this Skyrim in VR? Yes, it is. 
How is that? It's very cool. That sounds amazing. I love it. I I feel like a wizard. I'm actually doing magical stuff. I've got some weird mod that makes me be able to do spells in my hand and also summon swords in my hand without ever having to touch a menu. It's my favorite. But between that and my recent re-addiction to No Man's Sky because they added Exomechs, I ended up not making the requirements to be able to vote for Melmetal, so oh well. Uh, what what was the result of the mill metal suspect? I I don't know. The, I don't know what happened. I was not following. Yeah, um, it was banned. It remains banned. So it is oh. not in OU. Wow. Who would have thought? I know, right? I mean, it was close-ish. Yeah. But it just didn't get the super majority or super majority. Yeah. Whatever. So I haven't played OU pretty much at all uh, in Jenny. Mm-hmm. And so, what's the status of Aegislash? Slash? It's okay. It's in. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's still there. It's good. I'm okay with that. The uh, those ten points really mattered. So yeah, ten points made all the difference. I like think that. they did, and I don't think it was terribly horrible before that. But that's just Thatcher's opinion. Mm-hmm. If you ask my opinion, I think the presence of things like High Dragon and Dragapult make Aegislash's life much harder. Yes, because it has to absorb ghost moves every now and again. Mm-hmm. Also, they. Inc- made the smart choice to include Mandibuzz in the Galar decks, so its best counter exists. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's very manageable. It's not yes. on anyone's radar, if that's what you're asking. No, 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 no. I, just, I was just wondering what the status of it was, uh, because, like mm-hmm. I said, I haven't, I haven't, like, I haven't played much OU, and that, I mean, that kind of runs into the topic later today, but uh, we, we can talk about that more later. Yeah. Uh, for myself, I don't know that I've been doing too much, like, crazy stuff. We played some Coliseum this week. That was fun. We only did Mount Battle, though. We played, mm-hmm. like, 60... Because we needed the grind, like, because uh, it was an old Pokemon game. Welcome to old Pokemon games, where yeah. the grind is real, because they're just like, here are all the trainers you have to battle before the before the gym leader slash boss. And, oh, by the way, they're all max leveled, uh, 10 levels before below the max level of the, the boss slash gym leader's Pokemon. And it's just like, cool, so I don't have a chance. Especially in Coliseum, where like you're trying to catch a Pokemon on the opponent's team as well, so it's just even it's even harder because they're the other they also have like a recoil base moved and, and you have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible time. <laughs> it's a terrible time, especially when you're doing like legendary, trying to catch legendaries. Mm. Like right now, we're on the soy we're on the Soycoon battle, and like we've tried to catch it several times. And we still haven't gotten it yet, but we keep intentionally losing so we can restart the battle. <laughs> uh, it's it's a time. It's a time. Uh, that's usually on stream, but those go up on YouTube as well. We've got like three more episodes going up on YouTube in the next few weeks. And mm-hmm. so if you ha- if you want to catch up with the saga, it's a good time. Woo! Yeah. So I think that's everything, though. So I guess we can go to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. In the news, there's, uh, I think, the biggest piece of news that I'm most excited about, just from, like, a business perspective, is that Pokemon Journeys, the newest anime series, that's what it's called in the U.S., is going to be coming out. They announced a launch date, which is in itself exciting, because I think new anime series are always just very exciting in general. But Pokemon Journeys is coming out. Uh, in addition to that, it's no longer on Disney XD. It's being released through Netflix. 
I love that. Netflix caught that flex. The way they're doing it is every three months, they post 12 episodes. So it's still one a week. I love that because then you can binge. Because you can binge 12 episodes at a time and you can just wait another three months. And I I've, I've seen a lot more streaming services doing this. Maybe it's just because I've been doing more Disney Plus stuff lately. And I'm really into like the Star Wars Clone Wars stuff. And and they're doing like the one episode a week. And I mean, they did the same thing with Mandalorian. Instead of forcing like you can binge when it's over or you can watch it as it comes out. And I'm kind of a fan of this method where it's like, hey, here's 12 episodes and then three months we'll give you 12 more. Love that. Mm-hmm. The first batch comes out on June 12th, uh, which is very exciting, which means like I guess COVID didn't stop it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And unfortunately, like the UK doesn't get it until September 1st, which doesn't make sense, but that's okay. Today's episode is sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> I, I'm I'm very excited though for I'm very excited for this though. I it looks like an exciting series, and it it just it seems like it's going to be a very cool anime sequence. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out when it gets here. But I'm curious to see how it feels with just two protagonists instead of three or four. I think that they're I I think the entire tone of the show is going to change. Just because the concept it's is different. changed before, so I'm curious to see what it's changed into. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a lot different. I feel like there were too many characters in Sun and Moon. Yeah, Sword and... Sh- or, what is it? Sun and, Sun and Moon was not my jam. No, I feel like it started out okay. I think it started out okay because, for me, it felt more like a slice of life anime at the beginning. But then near the end, it was just like, cool, that's too much slice of life. Mm-hmm. And that this one is more like, hey, we're going to go on adventures everywhere. Uh, it's the exact opposite of like Sword and Shield, where it's just like, hey, we're going to celebrate the entire we're franchise. We're in Alola everywhere. <laughs> and so it, it, they're not even going to like Gelar like all the time, which is very interesting. And they base out of Vermilion, I think, right? They're based, based out of Viridian. 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 Okay. I got them confused. Uh, it is, uh, Professor Cerise, I believe, uh, is mm-hmm. the, is the protege of Professor Oak, who is opening a laboratory there. And he sends Ash and Go out around. But Ash also ends up joining, like, this Champions Cup thing uh, where he has to, like... Because he's a winner. Where he just gets to... Finally. Where he just gets to, like, gather extra points. It, it, he's kind of, like, climbing the Sword and Shield ladder <laughs> in PvP mode. Uh, I that's see. essentially what's happening. Like, if they start giving him, like, Pokeball rank and, like, Ultra Ball rank and Master Ball rank stuff, like, then I laugh. Then I laugh real hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, it's very exciting. I, I'm very excited for this just because, one, we got a release date finally, and two, we also got just, I mean, we just got a lot of awesome stuff. A trailer in English. Yeah, we, we're getting a trailer. It, it's going to be a good time. I like that I don't have to actually have TV to watch it. Like, that's Who a big thing. Who does have TV anymore, you know? My parents. Who has TV? I, I think this is a really interesting jump in general, just because I think uh, they... I, this is the way that I think a lot of TV is going to go is they realize, hey, we need to be on a streaming platform of some sort. Yeah. Like this because, I mean, NBC started their own thing. This, this is just like business. This isn't a Pokemon podcast at this point. Um, NBC started <laughs> started Peacock. CBS has its own thing. Like they're trying to just do their shows like on a streaming platform. And the yeah. problem is I don't think it's going to work because the whole reason no. we cut the cord was so that we didn't have to pay for like a bajillion sh- channels. Yeah, and already, if you have, like, the four big ones, yeah. that's, like, almost, like, that's basically a cable bill. Yeah, Netflix is, like, 15 bucks a month now, and Hulu's, like, depending on which Hulu you have, like, you, I mean, I, I don't pay for Hulu, though, because there's not a lot on Hulu that I care about, but I, you mm-hmm. can swap my Hulu out for Funimation that I do have for my wife, um, mm-hmm. and then, 
on top of that, you know, Disney Plus. Uh, thankfully, I get that for free right now. Thankfully, I'm not interested in that one, or I'd be feeling like it's too much. Yeah, uh, to be fair, that one's like only $7, but I'm sure it'll go up. I think it is only worth $7 at this point. I'm not going to lie. And just because, like, the amount of new content they put on isn't very high. Mm-hmm. It's sure. not a lot of new yeah. content. I will say props to Pokemon for choosing to do it through an existing service instead of adding a subscription service to Pokemon TV. Yes. Oh, so, hell no. Yes. Hell no. That's not even good a good choice. App. They knew. They knew. No, I think, I think Pokemon Agreed. did a really good job there. I, I, think, I think this whole thing is just very indicative of, like, where TV is going. Yeah, it's just cable cutting. That's all it is. Yeah, I think Pokemon I think Pokemon did a very good thing here. And I think it's just – they're one of the first ones to really do it too, I think. So I'm very happy mm-hmm. with it. Although it helps that Pokemon had – like certain par- parts of Pokemon had already been available on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So I'm guessing they probably – Well, I think I, you could have seen this coming back in like February when they dropped the new Pokemon movie uh, exclusively on Netflix. Mm, that's a good point. It's to prime you for going to Netflix for your Pokemon fix. Yeah, I also think it's, I mean, I think it was done very well. I, I don't know. I like, I like this because this is the first time since it was on, like, broadcast television that I've been able to watch Pokemon as it comes out, like, on, on its network. Because Love I've that. never owned, yeah. I've never owned cable my entire What's, life. Yeah, what is that? I don't I've never that. bought, I've never had cable, that. even when I was growing up. I always had just the antenna. And so you just, I watched it on broadcast TV, Kids WB, Saturday morning cartoons. And then it went to Cartoon Network, and I'm like, I guess I can't watch the Pokemon anime anymore. <laughs> Thankfully, YouTube existed, though, so like you can catch up there. And then Pokemon TV has always been a great service. I, I really enjoy it and how almost everything is on it is free. So uh, next up is Japan officially canceled its championship tournament series and its, its competitive circuits. And a surprise to nobody because it was canceled everywhere else. Um, the online international challenge in May is still going to happen, though. Which is fair. I mean, the one in April happened for the Great Ball Guy shirt. Yeah, nothing's stopping you from playing online. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I, I think you should play online. I mean, I think this is the way it should go, honestly. I mean, uh, even, like, universities are talking about, like, having, like, a half-on, half-off, like, in, in some, like, mixture of, like, in-person classes and out of per- and, like, stu- um, video calls, like, in the fall. If you're a student right now, my condolences. Yeah, oh my gosh. For Uh, your life. Just for your life. I'm sorry. No, no, it's not a good time. I'm sorry. It's not a good time. That sucks. Yeah, but I mean, even then, I think that's the way they should go with the Pokemon Championship I am glad we're three old farts. (laughs) Yep. Uh, All right, so uh, the English version of Twilight Wings came out, uh, episode four. That's very nice. Uh, It's a lot of fun. That's nice. It's a lot of fun. I'm waiting till they're all out, and then I'm going to binge them. Yeah. I only saw the first one so far. Uh, so the uh, there was a public apology, though, uh, from the <laughs> Pokemon Twitter, because there is a dugong present in the episode, which is not catchable in Sword and Shield. And they got a lot of backlash, apparently, on the Japanese Twitter for including dugong in that video. And so they they sent out like an apology that said they were sorry for making a misrepresentation of the game or something like that. It was uh, it, it's very silly. Very, very silly. If uh, we talked about those original Stitch shirts last week as well, uh, and how you can get the the uh, what is it called um, the po- the Johto uh, Pokemon designs as well now, and mm-hmm. there is a Celebi pattern that's hidden there, and I assume Seth updated it. That is correct. Please explain it to me, Seth. Right. So what you have to do? It was hidden, and we didn't know. We 
I think people were informed yesterday that it exists by Original Stitch, and they figured it out. Your device that you're purchasing the things on and ordering the things from for Celebi pattern to appear must be set to November 21st, 2020. So you have to zoom forward. How do you do that, though? Like, I can't do that on my Just phone. Just go to your computer. Yeah, tell it to not synchronize with the That's internet. so much work Change to get your a date. shirt. But think about it. It's Celebi, a time-traveling Pokemon. Uh, and gold and silver originally released. Doesn't make people want to spend their money, though, you know? It's still a $100 shirt. If you want a Celebi shirt, you're going to get a Celebi shirt. Like, Joe Merrick immediately did this. Is, it, is the design cool, though? Like It is. It's really cool. Oh, I see it now. It's not as cool as I thought it would be, but it's okay. I like the little woods. But yeah, it's for, okay. for information's sake, Gold and Silver originally released on November 21st, 1999. I remember So that's that. why it's that date. I remember being very excited that those games came out. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, that was childhood right that there. That was my childhood. I remember when those that games came childhood. out. I remember, Gen 2 and Gen 1, you know? Oh, that man. was childhood. I, I, I had a beanbag chair. I remember that very vividly. <laughs> because I, I remember having the beanbag chair, and when I got uh, Pokemon Silver, like the first day it came out, I just sat in that beanbag chair, played played the poop out of it, and I didn't get very far, like in retrospect, like something that I know would take me only a couple hours to do now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm just sitting there, and but I remember very vividly like making it just past like Violet City, and I was on my way to Azalea Town, and I evolved my Totodile into Croknaw all in the first day. It was a good time. Um, that was the last Pokemon game I didn't get on launch, by the way. <laughs> I don't even know when I got it. Probably for Christmas. I didn't get it for, I didn't get it at launch. I remember I got it because my, my friend got it and he, he played it and he showed it to me and I didn't realize there was another Pokemon game coming out. This was before that was like the Pokemon guru. And then I, then I learned more about it and I found out that it came out and I was very excited. And so I ended up getting it as well. So in the video game battling news, Series 4 of Ranked Battle has been announced to run from May 1st until June 30th, which is a little bit longer than it usually runs. It usually only runs for a month, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, all Gigantamax forms, except for Melmetal, will be permitted for online battle. Uh, Pokemon still need to be catch, ca- uh, caught or hatched in Galar. I can combine bu- both of those words in my mind. And apart, and so that means uh, no bueno for Alolan Raichu and Weezing. They cannot come to play. Yeah, because they have to be born in Alola yeah. slash not Galar. It's it's stupid. I wish there was a way to get Alolan Raichu and Weezing. Like at least let do it like the Let's Go way, where you could trade for them. That would be cool because you have Pincrichin. That would be neat. And we kind of have that halfway anyway, right? I mean, we ha- we halfway have that. In terms of like, oh, you can get like regular Persian and regular Meowth in the game. And same with Yamask. Yeah. I understand they did that because those have those weird, like, we gave them different evolutions thing, which is still weird to me. I mean, they had to keep Pikachu Pikachu. You can't change that. So No, no, no. I understand that. But I mean, you could still make it so that you could have a, an Alolan Raichu and, or a regular Raichu and you could trade it for an Alolan Raichu. And it exactly. has all yeah. of the exact same stats and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you could do that. Missed opportunity. Maybe DLC. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, DLC could fix that. Absolutely. And maybe even you go to the Isle of Armor or something like that, and you get the Alolan evolutions in some cases, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, it's an island. There's gonna Maybe it'll be a surfing Pikachu there or something. Yeah, right, exactly. Who knows? Uh, in Pokemon Go, you can go for a single Pokecoin right now, and you can get 50 Great Balls. 
I love that. I love that. That's so cool that they're doing. They've that. been doing really good. They've been doing really good with that with the quarantine, like the whole like, hey, here's one pokey coin because we know you're not going to go spin the stops. Mm-hmm. But we're still going to have Community Day. Uh, but whatever. It's going on right now. I mean, community Day. It's like the anti. It starts in ten day. minutes for us. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have a few hours. Thank God. Uh, Landorus will also be be the raid Pokemon until the twenty eighth, which is Tuesday. Uh, I don't know what it's going to swap to. And then the Buddy Up event concludes uh, later on the first day that this comes out, uh, Monday, April 27th. Make sure you catch your Volbeat before then. I already have one because I'm friends with Whimsicott. Ah, there you go. Yep. Uh, In Puckle news, uh, Summer League is going to be delayed uh, this year. Uh, So for those of you who are unaware, Summer League is where we actually have gym leaders that you can go and battle. And we can you can get beat them. And we actually are working on like a badge set, but the badges didn't come yet because... We ordered the pins from China, and you can imagine there might have been issues with that. Mm-hmm. Some factories might have been co-opted for other purposes. Possibly. We don't know. Possibly. So, like, we haven't gone ahead and gotten those yet, because we, we do plan to have a full set of, like, 10 Puckle badges this year that you can go online and buy uh, and get those, and you can be like, look, I participated in the Summer League. Um, it, it'll, it, I, I'm very excited to be able to do that and, like, proudly display, like, these are the Puckle badges, like, on my wall mm-hmm. or something like that, you know? I'm very excited for that because this has I've been, got that, them on mine. <laughs> that's that's been like my that's been like my big dream for since like we started doing like modern puckle is I want a set of physical po- puckle badges and we're halfway there. We're halfway there. I'm very excited. I love it. I'm very excited. I'm, we've got the rest of them picked out. We just haven't sent them uh, sent out the designs to get the pins made. Uh, it's mm. going to be delayed anyway until the Isle of Armor release because we want to be able to play with the new Pokemon as well and we don't want to be like halfway through and like oh let's do it so so, summer league is going to be more like summer early fall league this year (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i think in the meantime i was talking around about what we should do to like kind of fill that gap and i think we might just do another vgc tournament we had such a good turnout for pftt this year i mean we had like a giant turnout so maybe we do it again have a good time Uh, maybe we do a vote a community poll uh there you go as well like what format do you want to do brainstorming on air i love it mm-hmm. there we go perfect uh all right that is it for the news we're going to kick everything on over to puckles pokey quiz we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane pokemon knowledge And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Seth and Sublime are going to be working as a team today to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions brought to us by our community members on Discord. If you want to submit questions, you can do that. There's also an incentive to do so now. We'll talk about that in a minute. One of these questions is worth two to three points, depending on how poorly they do um, on the first three questions. But other than that, every point's worth one point. They have a hint that they can use as a lifeline. However, if they don't use the hint and get all of the questions correct, they can cash it in for an extra point for a possible total of seven today. They are in a race to 30 with their fellow co-hosts. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. And you, the fan, will actually get uh, a chance to get something out of this as well. As always, this segment is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for just your essential nerd art needs. Uh, these people are great. What they wanted to do this time around was what's going to happen is when trivia ends this cycle, you have a chance to be 
drawn out of a hat to have your name selected to get a $20 credit to AnimeGravy.com. The way you enter this is you either do one of two things. One, you send an email into the show, like a serious email. If it's just a one sentence like, I'm just doing this to get entered into the contest, it's not going to count. Uh, if you send an email into the show at PuckoPodcast.gmail.com or you give a trivia question uh, at our Discord server. So you can get signed up, get a $20 credit if one trivia cycle ends here in the next month or two. So let's jump right into these questions, though. So question number one is from Bowling for Bear, which is probably the best uh, name I've heard in quite some time. Sounds like a terrifying game. You like bowling. You like bowling. I do like bowling. I haven't been able to do it since like the end of February, but I do Uh. like bowling. Uh, So what is the only non-flying type Pokemon to have ever learned wing attack as an egg move? And this only... This was a change to a Pokemon's move pool in Generation 8. I'll give you that as a free hint. Huh. Okay. I feel like... hmm. So that at least knocks out it being a Gen 8 Pokemon. It is not that, because it was a change to it in Gen 8. So what has wings that didn't have wings that's one of 400 Pokemon? Less than that. Does it become a flying type? I mean, that would be cashing in a hint. I feel like we got one already mm. with the Gen 8 thing. <laughs> I gave it to you for free. Yeah. It could become a flying type, though. Like, can you think of anything that should have had, had wing attack? I was thinking something like Torchic, but that's not an option now. Yeah, that's out. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> wing attack. I will say it's weird that this Pokemon has wing attack. So, Noted. it's weird. This has it. Okay, that's weird. That's weird. Weird, weird, That's weird. really weird. So Is it's it Dugong? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> um, gosh, what would have wings as it's an, an egg? egg move. Yeah, what would have wings as a baby? Or something that could be called wings? <laughs> Tauros. No, I don't know. Um, ah, we're, we're off to a great start, aren't we, Sublime? I know this was a rough. This was a. This is a great question. Yeah. I love it, but also don't love it because it's hard. It was better than the other option. So <laughs> Ugh, I fear oh, that one. That then. is a fascinating piece of trivia. It's a very fun piece of trivia. Yeah, let's come back to that. How about that? You can't. You can't <laughs> Can pass. There's no, Can pass. There's no pass. There's no pass. No one's ever done that. <laughs> no one's ever asked. But I'm going to make the rule. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever asked for a pass you gotta ask if you want things <laughs> weird that it gets wing attack as an egg move that is bizarre do you want to cash in the hint or is that just outrageous I mean if we don't we're gonna get it wrong cause we haven't said anything I mean we have I have no idea like none yeah Let's. I mean, YOLO. Let's do it. I'm. I'm interested. It's better than nothing. Do you want the hint? I'm. Yeah. Dying okay. To know. The hint. Dying the to hint know. is that uh, this is one. This Pokemon doesn't have wings. It does evolve into okay. a flying type eventually. So it's weird. It's weird. Uh, it is not a flying type. It doesn't have wings. It evolves okay. into a flying type with wings eventually. So, Togepi? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, are there any others that become a flyer? I'm trying to think. 
I mean, Togepi becomes a flying type. It does not have wings. It does not have wings. It's got little thingies. I mean, I dig it. If you're good with it, um, I, I can't think of anything else that gains the flying type. That's a weird else? one okay, to well, gain. Um, I mean, no. Maybe, no, Magikarp doesn't get anything at all. Um, <laughs> Magikarp, wing Magikarp attack. using That'd wing attack. Three stages. It's a three stage. Three stages. You got base. It is a three stager. Okay. Well, Togepi is still a three fits. stager. Yeah. Mm. Unless it's a bug. Unless it's a bug. There's a lot of bug flying, you know, that are three stages. Unless it's a... But a lot of those don't have moves. Wings. Like, Caterpie doesn't, Beedrill doesn't right, exist. sure. It evolves with level-based evolution. Up. Oh. oh, okay. That rules out Togepi. Well, that, that rules out Togepi entirely. <laughs> it's friendship for the first one and Dawnstone for and the second one. Or Shiny so Stone for the second. Yeah. Crap. Um... Oh god. Okay, so we we have enough to I think maybe figure it out though because we know it's a three stage Pokemon that gets I the blind type that doesn't have I'm like feeding you hints. <laughs> I know. I know you really are. are. Hey, Charmander? Hey. That's a good point. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> um now that I think about it. Charizard does learn wing attack. Yeah. So it's not like it's outrageous for the line to have it. Um, yeah. It does not have wings, which is why it would be like, why does that have wing attack? And it becomes a flying type. And um, I don't know about you, but Charmander is actually the mascot of Galar. Because Bobby. of course it is. <laughs> I don't know what Sobble is or Scorbunny. It's all about that Charmander. I've, he- I've heard. So if I, I want like a lizard, I don't want it to cry at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I I did. I'm gonna need an answer. Charmander is the next thing I can think of. Let's do it. I think we should go for Charmander. Let's do it. Charmander gets wings. It it drank a red bull. Why? Why not? Charmander is correct. That is bonkers. What the? That is bonkers. (laughs) All right. It is Charmander. Charmander has gains a wing attack as an egg move in Generation Eight. All right. So our next question is crazy. Is going to be from. Liger, what main series Pokemon games had interactable natural environments in wild battles? Example, can break rocks, rocks and drop berries in the background. Gen what 6. What generation? Gen 6. Yeah, because you could get all those berries you if you use specific berries. Yeah. yeah. Wing, if your air cutter was another one that cut berries out of trees, Gen 6. Yep. Gen that 6. Is, that gen. is correct. That gives that gives you guys two points today. Our, yeah, our next I question is Berry Harvest with Noivern. Our next question is our Pokedex entry, as always. So this one is going to be from Poliwo. It's Pokemon Black Pokedex entry reads, It can dig through the ground at a speed of 30 miles per hour. It could give a car running above ground a good race. Who's that Pokemon? I'm feeling Excadrill immediately. Not, not Excadrill. I believe it talks about how deep it can go in black and white, not how fast okay. it can in go. In both black and white? Because it would be both. Maybe. I feel like it's either deep I or it goes one faster. I think that Drillbur mm-hmm. is a good option for this, not okay. Excadrill. Got it. Um, Because 30 miles an hour for 
what Excadrille is seems slow. That makes a, that's a fair point. Thirty is not fast in retrospect. <laughs> is there anything else that kind of drills or digs? I All mean, the other ground types I can think of are like water or Lando. Um, I mean, it's it's only it's black entry. It's not, and if it's black, that means it's like a. There's only a couple Pokemon that couldn't be. Now that I hmm, yeah, well. It occurs to me that even though Black and White didn't natively have a lot of ground types, it did have a national dex, didn't it? Yes, it did. And it had de- so, dex entries for all of those that might be the same exactly, as other versions. So exactly. dig, like Dig Later, Doug Trio might be options. Mm-hmm. Those, I don't think those are it, though. I, I feel like Drillbur's a good guess. Yeah, I'm feeling Drillbur. I'm feeling yeah, pretty feel, safe I'm on that. I'm feeling the Drillbur, yeah. Let's do it. Drillbur. Drillbur is correct. It is Trillbur and not Excadrill. Uh, I'm always amazed that you guys can pick out, like, which one in the chain. You guys are very (laughs) good at that. Um, All right. So our next question is our bonus point question. So this one only has two answers. You get one point for each answer. This one's from Liger as well. Uh, And he wants to know what Pokemon, other than Smeargle, no Smeargle, are able to both learn a move that bypasses accuracy checks and a one-hit KO move, and so uh, I will give you for free Wait, because I'm I think that, I think I think it's a very weird. What Pokemon can learn a one-hit KO move and lock on? Is the question? Okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was like can learn Shockwave and Sheer Cold. So, <laughs> okay, lock on and one-hit KO move. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's weird. I don't think. Wait, no, this is this is all correct. Never mind. These are correct. What are the what are the Oko moves? Just to make sure that we have those in our head. We've got Guillotine, Guillotine. Fissure, Sheer Force. Fissure. Are there any more? I think it's just those. Horn drill. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Guillotine, Fissure, Sheer Cold, Horn Drill are the Oko moves. Yes. Um Lock on and something else. And that is the combination, Thatch. Like, since you fed that to us. Yes, it's lock on plus a, plus an Oko move. Yes. Okay, got it. I wanted to make sure that it wasn't, like, something like lock on that's called, like, get em. Well, you know, Dragapult does get lock on. Does it get one of those other moves? I I'm just trying to think what gets think lock so? on, you know? Three like, hints, what even gets three lock hints. on? Neither of these are in Sword and Shield. Neither of them oh, are in Sword okay. and Shield. That's fun. Then do they really even do it anymore? <laughs> right, right. Can we even say that they do? I don't think they do it at all. They're sitting at home with these two moves already. Yeah. So, um, any weird things get Fisher? Because I feel types? like with it being a Gen 1 move and being a Gen 1, I think even TM, a lot of weird stuff could get that. Ground types, even Machamp gets it because everyone was afraid of no guard Machamp with Fisher. Except it's impossible because it gets Except it's impossible. Yeah, but it was it was a worry for a bit. Um This quite this question is hateful. For some reason I'm thinking Articuno. I ah, I like that. Yeah, because Articuno definitely would learn Sheer Cold, right? Yeah, it, it gets sense. that at least. I know that, but I don't know if it gets Lock On. Maybe it's not Lock On. Let me double check. I thought it got something. 
Articuno's correct. Because I knew Lapras got <laughs> That's one. Cold, Articuno's like, correct. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Lapras don't get lock on. Lapras is in Sword and Shield anyway, so. Yeah. Kick it. Okay, so that's one. <sighs> horn drill. Is there anything with big old horns that learns a move like that? Does mm. Pinsir learn it? Because I'm pretty sure Pinsir has guillotine. Yeah, Pinsir has Pinsir has guillotine, but I don't think it gets lock on. Can it's knocked out. Any Porygon do anything like this? No, I don't think so. I don't think it gets any of these moves. Um, <laughs> oh, Mind Reader is the other move. It could either be Lock On oh. or Mind Reader. That's oh. What oh. They both both of these are Mind Reader and not Lock On. I apologize. Oh. The Mind Reader no. pool is far smaller than the, than the uh, what's it, what is it? Lock On. Lock On, yeah. Yeah. Mind Reader and something. Hmm. I'm glad I asked. <laughs> I'm right. glad I asked about the lock, lock on. on. We we locked on the wrong thing. We locked That's on the wrong move. On. Yeah. I apologize. Look at us the, being I apologize fools. for the confusion. That's okay. Um. Is there any spiky psychic type <laughs> or something? Um. Uh, well, okay. When was Mind Reader a move? Like, what generation was Gen that? Gen two. I'll give you that for free. Okay, move. so I'm thinking. You said that there was an Oko move in Gen 1, right? There was a TM, right? Yeah, Fissure. So, Mewtwo learns, like, everything, right? Could it just be Mew or Mewtwo? Oh, Mew, I guess, technically, if it gets Mind Reader, because Mind Reader's not a TM. Hmm. I don't think Mew gets Mind Reader. Okay. Weird. I'm going to need an answer, guys. I'm going to need an answer. This is hard, Thatch. This is hard. You burned a lot of your time on the Charmander. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. Which we got. Which we got, at least. I was very generous with Charmander. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Oh, jeez. That's Um, a hard one. Random. Really random. Does Dragonite get Mind Reader? Maybe you know. Let's just guess that. That's a fine guess. I, to yeah, me. I can't yeah, think I of anything else that has the, this combo. But let's just do Dragonite. It's probably wrong. Let's just but find Dragonite out is incorrect. The correct answer for the one you were missing is Poliwrath. Oh, of course, that notable Pokemon. Poliwrath gets Mind Reader. I like Poliwrath, but like I wouldn't have known that. Poliwrath gets Mind Reader, and I believe it gets uh, Sheer Cold. That's interesting. I could I think be it's, incorrect. It yeah. might not be Sheer Cold. Uh, I mean, it gets it might, one of them. It, it's one of them. Yeah, I mean, it probably learns one of them, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, but I mean, you could maybe it's Fissure. You could get Fissure and then bring it up with like a yeah. gen that can learn uh, whatever it is, Mind Reader. So mm-hmm. there we go. That those are your numbers right there. Have fun with that. Uh, moving on, our next uh, our next question and our final question, as always, as you guys are four for four, is a Pokedex or not a Pokedex um, is a base stat total, and you guys have to tell us. So, our next one is from Polly Woe, and I think I've asked this one before, but we'll ask it again. Which po- ground type Pokemon of all ground type Pokemon has the highest base special defense? Okay. Ground with high special defense. That's a fun combination. That's an interest. Yeah, because it's always physical defense, you know. Yeah. Um, a couple just to kind of start throwing things out are Clay Doll. I think that has base one twenty in both of its defensive stats. I don't think it's in both, but it is like very mixed type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think it's the highest, but it's kind of getting us a threshold. Yeah, it's quite high. Uh, what mega grounds are there? Mega Swamper, which is thick, no. but I don't think is that thick. No, it's more... Uh, Mega Steelix, which is basically <laughs> all physical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mega Garchomp, which I don't think would hit 120 either. Um, it's all in special attack uselessly. Um... Mixchomp is okay, but... Megas don't even exist anymore. I don't know why we're discussing them. They don't count. (laughs) Well, Dugong apparently exists, so... Apparently, Uh, Dugong exists, (laughs) you know. Do you think... Illuminati confirmed. I wonder if they're going to have to fix more Twilight Wings episodes because of that backlash. They better. Oh, dear. They better. They learned. They don't have to. Just big blocked out portions of the episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, they made this, but now they have to lie in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, most of the Megas are, like, most strong, you know, like, even, like, legendary ground types are always super physical, you know? Yeah. Because, like, if you think something crazy, like, Primal, uh, Groudon would only be, like, what is it, 90 still? It might be up to, like, 100. Or something paltry. Yeah, but it's, like, it's not, like, that's not the stat that's super high for it. No, it's, it's the attack and defense stats for that guy. Mm -hmm. Um... Mm -hmm. Gastrodon's all HP. It's not special defense. Yes, it is definitely all HP because it is surprisingly low defense. Yeah, it's got base one ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe it's Claydol because, like, could what be. can you think of that beats that? Yeah, like I can't think of anything that specifically. Yeah, I can think of lots of high defense stats, but nothing is coming for special defense. Rune Regis. Maybe no, I'm that's more physical, like guys. I'm gonna need the answer. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go with uh, Claydol, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with it. Good for that's Claydol. probably wrong, but who knows? Claydol. Claydol is unfortunately correct. Uh, you guys, <laughs> why you do me that. like this? <laughs> you guys are five points today total. You guys are too, too bad. You got it. Five's pretty good. Five's a solid number. I feel like five's the average. Five's is, I think four's the, well, four used to be the average, but then I think it got too nice. Oh, no. It's like 4.5 is the average. So our current Uh. standings are P. McGee is in first place with six points. In second place, we have a tie between Seth Bilo and Sublime with five points, and everybody else (laughs) has yet to get on the board. So <laughs> tune in next week for more Puckles Poke Quiz. And remember, you can get joined into the raffle for $20 of credit to AnimeGravy.com by just submitting trivia questions or sending us emails at PucklePodcast.gmail.com. Until then, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. And thank you guys for leaving iTunes reviews. We have a lot of them this week. And this one comes from Electronic Lover uh, on iTunes. And they say... Five stars, Thatch can be condescending, but I love the other host, and all the segments are great. Especially the competitive team section at the end. Well, I'm glad you like some of what we do here. Uh, I apologize for my my attitude, but thanks for the review. Thanks for taking the time to do that. Uh, If you want to do that, drop a review anywhere you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. It helps more people find the show and helps us grow. So, we're going to move on then to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is how the landscape of competitive has changed in the past, I guess, six months. It's been about six months since Sword and Shield came out. About that. Uh, about that. Uh, and I, I honestly think that the competitive landscape has changed. Uh, Seth and I definitely have like set slightly different opinions. I don't know if they're like horribly, horribly differentiated. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good topic for today, especially with Battlecast coming out on Thursday. Yeah. 
But I, I have also just want, I, this is something that I've been like, I've been kind of ranty about, like in the community. Maybe if I do it now, I don't do it in the community anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> my theory is that since Sword and Shield came out, competitive Pokemon has more or less been decentralized. So my, my main thesis of my argument is that uh, prior to Sword and Shield coming out, we were all very fixated on Smogon. At least we here on the podcast were very much. Th- this is slightly anecdotal, but something that I've also just seen like widespread through the community, at least the Puckle community per se. Mm-hmm. It's just that we were very focused on Smogon. We would do a lot of OU battles specifically. We really loved the OU format, the 6v6, the singles format. We really enjoyed that format. We really liked it. And we thought it was the bee's knees. Um, it was sad that Dexit was coming, but we'd still be able to play it, um, even with a limited Pokemon pool. So maybe it would still be fun. Uh, and then Nintendo or Game Freak attacked and they said, our servers are, <laughs> our servers are crap and we only have a 20 minute battle timer, which for those of you who have ever played OU know that 20 minutes is not a lot of time to play OU battles, especially for me. Especially for most people. I, yeah. I would say, yeah. like, I, I've said this on the show before, uh, or at least in the community before, but the average amount of time it took me, I know this because I did a lot of Gen 7, like, viewer battles on Twitch. The average amount of time it would take me to do a an OU Pokemon battle was about 25 minutes. So that was the average. So we're talking, like, I'm going to do less than 50% of the battles now uh, on on Swish if I were to go to OU. And so I, I would say for the lack of better phrasing, Pokemon killed... 6v6 on cartridge yeah which is really disappointing on cartridge definitely yeah i'm really upset about this and for more reasons than just like killing OU. like I, i'm i'm very upset about the whole that. no video being recordable thing was not my favorite decision either what even stings more is like there's a spectator mode for lan which looks beautiful but you can only use it for local play wow you can't I use it online that. yeah there's a beautiful gui or, or a beautiful ui for the mm-hmm. if you watch well you can't do it now but if you used to watch the <laughs> the pokemon vgc streams they would use it instead oh. of, instead of streaming from one of the competitor switches what they would do is they'd have a switch already hooked up to a to a capture card and they would just stream from that one switch that would just connect and use the viewer code okay yeah cool and it looks really nice you can see the hp of both people at the same time mm-hmm. and it, it's wonderful it's a wonderful ui Mm. Uh, unfortunately like i said it's only for local play <laughs> yeah that's Which, a big old bummer yeah isn't that a bummer yeah and like i said you still can't play uh 6v6 singles anyway so who cares yeah well i was saying before as well that maybe one part of it that is like less exciting for people this generation to play in smogon specifically is the fact that uh dynamaxing has been banned which oh that's is like definitely the, that's definitely kind of sort of like i i would argue against that one a little bit because i mean it's I feel like that makes people unexcited to play though eh, like not people. so much i mean we're used to weird mechanics coming out and sometimes they're good sometimes they're not and a lot of teams what last has gen been banned before certain z moves that's like not the same as all z moves though yeah yeah you're right but I mean, like and, this is cold turkey. You cannot Dynamax. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't a requirement either. Like you, in when Dynamax was legal, you would Dynamax in the battle at some point, pretty much. It mm. wasn't guaranteed, but I mean, you would. And there were a lot of teams in Gen Seven that didn't have Megas, didn't have Z moves, didn't have Gen the crystal 7, at all on their I, team. I, I think Gen Seven was a very good example of that. But I think Gen Seven balanced that out very well with a number of the Pokemon yeah. they introduced, specifically the Ultra Beast. Yeah, I would agree with that. 
I still don't think Gen 7 was a super balanced meta, but that's another discussion for another day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I, I kind of see and I agree with you a little bit, but I don't necessarily get hype right now over the over the gimmick of the generation. And I've kind of oh, yeah. just wiped Dynamax from my brain. So it's no longer a factor in my head. Yeah, but I think that's like making people less excited to play. It. Maybe a little bit. But I mean, when you can't do Smogon on cart anyway, it doesn't really matter that your Pokemon gets big. I would argue it doesn't make the good players excited. It doesn't phase the people who do smoke on regularly. Yes, that's the answer. Um, I would say that for like the normal person that just wants to like play casual competitive is how I'll phrase yeah. it. Like they would probably care. And I, I think that's probably where you see the biggest decentralization of competitive because before you'd have like a lot of people playing on showdown on the servers playing OU. And I think nowadays um, I, I think uh, Sigma actually illustrates this best to me because he was describing to me, he, he hit master ball rank in both VGC and in uh, battle spot or battle stadium singles, I should say now. Yeah. He hit ma- master ball rank in game on both of those because the one, the latter is a lot better than it used to be. So the latter is very, very good. And he hit master ball rank in both of those. And he went ahead and said, he said that when you when you get to master ball rank, by the way, you actually get like a proper ranking. Like they tell you, like, oh, what place you're in out of all of the people. Oh, and so and when he got to VGC, he's like, yeah, I was number like sixteen hundred or something like that. I, I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head. And he goes, and then I when I hit uh, master ball rank in battle stadium singles, I hit I was number uh, I was like number seven thousand. And he goes, mm-hmm. I had the same record in both. <laughs> and he's just like that's just like the discrep but that illustrates like the discrepancy between the number of people playing battle stadium singles versus the number of people playing vgc like there's obviously more people playing battle stadium singles and i think that's i think a little bit of that is one because you can dynamax there and i don't think dynamax is horribly unbalanced in battle stadium singles no i would agree with that uh i don't think it's horribly broken there i think in a 66 format yes it's absolutely broken mm-hmm. but in a 3v3 format i think it's perfectly fine i think People have also said, man, if I can't play OU on cart, which a lot of people found out like as they were breeding like their first team, which is really disheartening. Yeah, it it, uh, like I'm very like I hope that gets fixed at some point. I don't have hopes, but I would like to see that fixed. Um, But that was uh, that was the moment where like I think a lot of people go, well, I used to play singles. I guess I'll try Nintendo's version of singles or Game Freak's version of singles. I should say not Nintendo's. And Mm -hmm. and. They went and they tried Battle Stadium Singles. Battle Stadium Singles, like, while it's fun, I wouldn't call it the most competitive format, but it's fun. It's de- it definitely feels good to play. Yeah. And as an OU player switching to that format, more or less, I felt it was kind of a breath of fresh air to not have Seth length battles. Um, it, yeah, it, it, I, I could see that. It, I mean, it, it, the way I, I, I say it all the time is it's kind of like playing a match of Splatoon. Like, you play a lot of, like, first-person shooters or third-person shooters, and the matches can take, you know, like, 20, 30 minutes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or if you sit, played something like League, um, you know, you're, you're playing for 45 minutes to an hour or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and being able to just jump into a Pokemon battle that's probably going to last, like, seven minutes kind of feels good <laughs> yeah i would agree with that sometimes it yep. feels it feels really good just to do it and just like be able to play more and more and more and more and then you can actually get a feel for the team much faster than you would be able to in ou in my opinion yeah so it, it kind of feels it, it feels very good that way it's like the halfway point between vgc and battle and and ou but i wouldn't call it exactly the same 
What you're describing to me sounds like it's a diet version, though. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it, in a sense, that's, it that's is. the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. I, I mean, I don't disagree it's with not, that. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Because, yeah, I'm sure it's fun that it's faster, but, like, the reason people liked, like, a full six on six, because it was, like, the full experience. Oh, yeah. No, I also, I also don't like yeah. it just from, like, so one of my favorite things to have done back when I, like, would just play the games, like, when I play the games more casually, like, one of the things I like to do is I like to find, like, a second person to play with. And I go, hey, after every two badges, let's like fight our in-game teams, you know? I love it. And that's a, that's like a way I like to do it, but it's really hard to do that in 6v6 still. Like even, even if you find like a second person to do that. Yeah. Cause even locally, it's still the 20 minute timer, yeah. right? Yeah. So it, the whole thing's just nuts. Like I, I this time, the, the timer is just like a huge problem. And mm-hmm. I, I'm glad we're doing a whole episode essentially on this now, but, uh, <laughs> Like it, it just, I, I don't know. Like the way I describe it a lot of ways is this generation feels very much like Game Freak going, this is the way we want you to play Pokemon. So this yeah. is, this is how we're going to make you play Pokemon. And it, that I don't like that for a lot of reasons, because one, I don't think Pokemon's ever been in a place where they can say, this is the way Pokemon is and should be. Um, especially mm-hmm. with a lot of the stories, especially early on, depending very much so on headcanon. Um, I also have to use my imagination to believe Spike Myth is a real place and not just an alley. Um, so, right. so I, I think they should allow me the liberty of at least playing Pokemon the way I want to play Pokemon. Yeah, let me stall my opponent. Whether it be 6v6 or if it would be something else. Because I, I really felt like there was a, a very, there's an undercurrent of just like, this is how you should play Pokemon, especially with like the last gym leader in the game in Sword and Shield being like a doubles VGC player. <laughs> The, which is cool because yeah it does open it up to like the vgc but it's just it, it was just, it just kind of felt like a slap in the face over and over and over again and i i don't know like as a longtime fan i felt a little bit hurt by this game in that way and i think mm-hmm. the time i mean the the timer thing definitely hit a lot of the people who were okay with dexit again uh yeah i i know i'm not saying that the shift has been bad either like i i'm playing more vgc than i have in the past I'm playing more, way more battle stadium singles than I've ever played. I played, I've already played in the past six months more battle stadium singles than I did prior in Gen Six and Gen Seven combined. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never played this much in my entire life, and I, I think it is more fun with Dynamax. I don't think it would be good without Dynamax, um, just because you get to like go big with something, and you get to go, okay, this is gonna be fun. Let's go big. Let's have fun. Um, and <laughs> yeah. You can you can do some cool things like Halucha is a lot of fun still. Halucha will never go away. Halucha will never Blah. go away, especially because they keep giving flying type like good things all of the time. Sick to my stomach. Yeah, I don't blame. I hate you. that thing. I don't blame you. But Halucha just gets like everything all the time. Uh, it's 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 like an okay Pokemon, but Unburdened makes it even worse. <laughs> Stupid Pokemon. It dismantles my brain. Like the way I build teams, Halucha just completely takes it apart. I get tilted when I see it in preview. Good Stupid to know. Thing. Good to know. <laughs> that is good to know. Good to know. I'm 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 yeah, writing down a notebook. Go. Seth hates Halucha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Mega Pincer, FYI, but sucks for Guess, that. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh I could see Megas coming back. I could see Megas coming back. I could too. I Honestly Mystery Dungeon. I mean Yeah. Based on just how I think this generation has been received, I wouldn't be surprised if it came back. Megas mm-hmm. I can see coming back. Megas actually just recently got an episode in the anime. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Ash plays against Karina again, battles Karina again with her Mega Lucario, and then he gets a real Lu. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm saying that he gets a Mega Lucario. So that's uh that's gonna be a fun thing. Like mm-hmm. could, they had to apologize for Twilight Wings, but are they, they're not gonna apologize for this though, huh? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> hey, we made the anime all about Mega Evolution. This thing you can't do anymore unless you buy a game that's three years old. Um, yeah, and that's weird to me. Very weird. Yeah, I could see that returning with um with uh the no- the fall one. Yeah, because isn't it kind of yeah, it's tied to Meg, not Megas. What am Legendaries. I thinking? Eveltal and Xerneas, specifically. Like, uh, it was their it was their fight that left the gemstones infused with yes. life energy that yes, fuels yes. Mega Evolution. Yes, so yes. with the Legends returning, you could twist it to activating that again. You can twist it, yes. Maybe. Uh, I, I honestly think it's left to return, whether it be whatever comes in 2021. Yeah. yeah, that's my thought. That's Whatever what happens in 2021, because in 2021, I either expect like another round of DLC because like yeah. I've said several times, um, this has the highest attach rate of like any DLC for any video game that ever existed. I um, like it. I love this and, idea. Like, and ugh, you just I say do, it every time you do another set of DLC. I think you do another round of DLC, you flesh, finish out the decks and then you've mm-hmm. made Sword and Shield the coolest Pokemon games of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, just from a logistical standpoint, not from a story standpoint. Definitely not from a story standpoint. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, who knows? We don't know. The, the DLC might have, you know, it'll have stories attached to itself. We know that already. So maybe it could be the yeah, best story but I've seen a Gen of 8, all time. I've, I've seen a Gen 8 quality story already. I don't know if I hold That's that. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the story was good up until And these would be whatever. shorter stories, too. So, like, mm, if we'll I mean, they're good at writing short. It went well for the first part of the game. Like, the story was good up until it really started being like, don't worry, kids, we adults handle it. I mean, yes. it was it was yes. good so no, maybe I, it, maybe the, it's I, like I game of thrones that. and they can only do short i mean like like we said before in like the reviews they were de- like they definitely can tell they ran out of time to think about the story mm-hmm. they definitely ran out of time because it's very fleshed out it's very front-loaded and then then they're just like oh man let's hurry up let's hurry up and they want they wanted to do diff- more things you could tell with like marnie um probably a little bit yeah. more with bead and they just didn't get the chance to do that did you see her in the twilight wings episode by the way i did not pay attention no she was in the coffee shop. Oh, that's cute. That's very cute. Yeah, it it was uh it was a time. It was a time. So, yeah, that's uh that's that I mean, I still think competitive though is in like this weird place uh overall. Yeah, it's very it's very split between here's how they want you to play it and here's how Smogon is. Like it's very like you can't you, the cart I, thing I honestly really think a it. lot of people used to play OU because they wanted to play OU on cart. Like that flat flat out people exactly. wanted to play 66 yeah. on cart. They played OU because they wanted a balanced way to do that because, to be fair, if you just play, like, full-out 6v6 without any kind of ban list, things get stupid. I've played Ubers. Ubers is stupid. Yeah. Isn't the entire pretense of Smogon, like, OU, that, like, you could do everything you do there on cart originally? It was. And now that's technically not true because no, that, 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 the same that, timer. Functionally, that a, yes. That was a huge issue However, they've... right when this all happened. Yeah, because, like, that was their whole, like, this is, like, our, like, identity is, like, you could do this on cart. And you know, that's technically not true if they don't have the timer. I mean, they also have a couple other clauses put in there, like the fact that you see their HP and percentages, which you would normally have to calculate by counting the oh, pixels yeah, yeah, yeah. on the thing. Like they, they've made their own changes to become uh, their own thing over the years. Uh, the timer thing was just adding to it. And you can't like, yeah, you could go that far. But I mean, all the Pokemon that they're using still exist on cart. And that's really what they're aiming is that all of the pieces are there. 
I don't think they get that claim anymore, though, if, like, the biggest defining feature preventing you from doing it on cart was the timer at this point, though. Yeah, but, like, they can no longer... Yeah, like, it. I think, like, the way that Pokemon made changes definitely took a lot of shots at what Smogon was doing. I don't know if, even if it was directly at Smogon, but it was... I don't think it was either, but, like, it, was, it did shoot, shoot it, that it direction. Feels that it, was it feels that way. It feels that way. I don't know if it was just like, hey, we... I, I don't know what, what made the 20 minute timer a thing other than maybe like, Hey, we don't yeah. believe our servers can handle an hour long thing, uh, which might be what it is, uh, which is, which is stupid. Or I, I can be hopeful and say they did that to get people used to their format and then they'll reintroduce the longer timers. Why now that everyone's had a chance to know what, that? I hope you're right. I to just don't force see you it. to play one way. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I can help. You I sound, can dream. You sound like everybody over last summer. <laughs> that was just like I know. The rest I of the know. Pokemon with DLC, which they are kind of. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see. But they've had, let's not say the rest till they do the rest. I, mean, I don't like, want to say the rest. Yeah. Like look at look at all the people last summer. They were proven right. Uh, They're patching I would, them in. I, would, so... I still would, I still hold my breath on that until all of the Pokemon are in. Yeah. Until they're all in, you can't say because they did. I. I mean, I think the biggest problem yeah, with we... adding Pokemon back in is you still have some, you still have what I like to call the unknown problem. Because can I play with Snivy? No, no, no. no okay, not, then don't tell me they're not, all. Not, not like what it, move the problem will is unknown, no. They did the move calling this generation as well, which I think has kind of flown under the radar exactly. for the more or less. Uh, because it only it only really took away like three moves that anybody cared about, and that was hidden power, pursuit, and something else. Um, and it, it only took away a few moves that people actually cared about. And the thing that you don't realize yeah. though is like hidden powers out of the game, and unknown can only learn. And that's the power. only thing unknown yeah. learned. And so. <laughs> Yeah, and so unknown. What what is unknown going to do? And honestly, what I think they should what I think they should do is they should they should keep on they should keep hidden power the way it was. Well, they should keep they should keep hidden power like the transfer the way it was, unless it's unknown. Um, like unknown should be the only Pokemon that can learn hidden power. Like whether that be its thing, that could that could happen because is I think I'm correct. I don't know. When you transfer something that has one of those moves, it doesn't, no, it doesn't automatically delete it. It says that some kind of message saying this move cannot be used in battle and yeah. I recommend you delete it. So unknown will enter the battle and just no, no, no. struggle. You can, you can keep it so like unknown can still have hidden power, but nobody else can. Like you can kind of turn it into like a curse situation, but instead yeah. of it being a ghost type move thing, yeah. it needs to just be like your Pokemon needs to be unknown. Right. But I'm, that, I'm just saying oh, yeah, like, yeah. from a functional oh, yeah. unknown can still, that's what unknowns happens can still when come you send into the game. Um, I just... It can still land yeah, I think, and not break I think everything. Unknown should just come in, though, and just no hidden power and be able to use it, and nothing else can use hidden power. Because honestly, this with this world without hidden power is very nice. I love it. Rest in Pepperoni's hidden power. You were a stupid move. Uh, yes. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is Lando's coming back, and we don't have hidden power. <laughs> Meh. I'm a little scared. I'm a little scared to see how things like, shake down. It's fine. That means Lando can't counter Lando. That's so. true. Landorus cannot no, can no longer be the best counter to itself. Yeah. So that means you don't always have to pack a Lando to get your Lando on your Lando. And we put a Lando in your Lando. 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 Calrissian. I, I hate that game so much. I, I hate it so much. I, Gen 7 OU was pretty terrible. Don't worry. Lando's not over-centralizing, guys. It's just a 50% usage. The more I look, the more I see it was annoying and it was boring to see, but it wasn't over centralizing. You didn't pack specific counters to it. You just had to have a way around it because it was on half the teams because it filled. I think it glued I think everything together like it did a lot. It did a little all in one slot. It's 
Yeah, it's not Magirna where you had to pack specific counters. It's not freaking <laughs> Dracovish where if you don't have a water absorber, your team is dead at preview. Dracovish. What a Pokemon. It's not that level of oppressive. That's what I hope is next. But that's for Thursday. Yep. Uh, so that is uh, that is it for the topic, I think, today. This is a good place to stop. We're going to take a short break. We're going to go take a look at a team when we come back. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Hey guys, Seth Philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that I've been absolutely loving, Vite Ramen. If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes 4 minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I gotta get back to rating, and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 639, Terrakian, the Cavern Pokemon. It has phenomenal power. It will mercilessly crush anyone or anything that bullies small Pokemon. I didn't realize that was the Pokedex entry. I thought you were just saying it's just phenomenally good. And I was just like, I'm <laughs> no, like, that's its sword entry. <laughs> and I was just like, cool. Uh, whoa, did it get a new entry in Sword? It did. It's. I went to the Cerebi page, and it had an entry for Sword. Wow. Yeah. I don't know where you would read it, because yeah, wow. I really don't know where you would read it, actually. Yeah, it must That's be in the question. code somewhere. Oh, you know what? I bet it's it's data for um, if you have it on Pokemon Home. Exactly. Oh, really? Cool. It's one of the 35 Pokemon that yeah. we're in. Yeah. Oh, so it, they gave it a Sword. So I like how they're like adding in the entries as they go. I think that's really cool. I, mm-hmm. I do like that because I, like I said, I think we're going to get Pokedex entries for everybody this gen. I think we're going to get everybody in and catchable in like one, two versions of the same like generation. That'd be really cool. We'll see. I I, I hope I'm right. I'm probably wrong. I, I think Linny and MP McGee convinced me last week that they could just like dump another remake on us that fills out the decks. They could do lots of things. And that's how they do it, which would be sad, especially like with a year gap between like Crown Tundra and like the next game. I would really hope just for more DLC. That That's just me, though. Mm-hmm. but this is a fun team and i that seth put together for the ou tier and i'm gonna let uh sublime just go ahead and get us started because you're gonna you're gonna do the main man himself the terrakian yeah and also i wanted the Clefable, which came after it and well first reason. before we start anyway. though terrakian's <laughs> a great pokemon base 129 attack base 108 speed that's what you want it used to be a turn yeah I, oh that was good times good times yeah then the fairy nation attacked. And don't forget Gen 5 VGC. We got We stand the terac- uh, Terracotta, you know. Seth, you're correct. The, then, then, the fi- then the fairy type came. Uh, fairy yeah. type was the great equalizer for like a generation and then everything broke. And this is why Gen 6 had a really good meta game. Just saying. Gen 6, I think to this day, was the best OU meta. Yeah. I concur. 
I miss Talonflame. What am I saying? Uh, I miss Talonflame. I miss I miss Talonflame real bad. I miss good Talonflame. Good Talonflame, not Gen Seven Talonflame. Yeah. Uh, right. But yeah. He's a decent Pokemon though. Decent defenses too. Base ninety one uh, HP, base ninety defense, base ninety special defense. Yeah, it's got good enough bulk because it's like nineties across the board. Basically, it's, right? it's yeah. a bulky boy. Fighting Rock isn't the best typing. I mean, it's a legendary Pokemon, so it has like a good stat uh, yeah. level, and then it put it in good areas. Like one hundred eight speed's pretty good because it's yeah, like it's very optimized, beating hundred. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. It's better than the others, which have kind of equal attacking stats. This one is the specialized attacking stat, mm-hmm. except for. Cal- Keldeo. Keldeo and Terrakion got the lucky stat distribution. They did. Yeah, they they reflect each other. So, yeah. Yeah. Take it away. Um, right, so we're just doing Jolly Nature because it's all about that speed, yo. Um, gotta get that tie or the win. Um, and then we did full attack, full speed, 252, 252, forward to special defense. And then we're using Swords Dance, Close Combat, Stone Edge, and Earthquake. So you're gonna sort- dance and go crazy. That's what we're doing. It's also got a life orb. And justified, not that you'd have a choice in the matter. Um, yeah, that's what Terrakion's doing. Yeah, good for taking knockoffs. I bet, because what's it going to do? Boost your attack? Do that. Do it. Do it. And you have a choice band and a sword stance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> knock it off, exactly. So don't knock it off if you can help it. Then we have the Clefable, which is uh, very thick and loves to help its allies. You know, we got that wish. Um, so we're doing leftovers, magic guard, a calm nature, and only seven speed IVs. What is the purpose of seven speed IVs? Seth? That is to be as slow as possible while outspeeding Hippowdon with no speed investment. Because this is very specific. Because one of the movesets in there, you'll you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's like usually I'd expect the zero like zero attack. That makes sense. You're a special attacker, but seven speed. I was like, wait a minute, that must yeah. be very intended. Um, yeah. So we're doing full special bulk, two fifty two HP, two fifty two special defense, four in defense because we're going for that bulk. Of course, we're doing wish moonblast so that you have an attack and then protect. And I think yeah, teleport, which has really low priority. Like you will always go last, so you guarantee you switch out. Is that the intention? That, that is the intention. That is exactly it. So you wish and then switch to guarantee something safely gets the wish? Exactly. Yeah, so wish teleport. The thing you want to make sure that you outspeed Hippowdon for is because if it outspeeds you and Whirlwinds you, you don't know what's receiving that wish. Because mm. Whirl- Whirlwind and teleport are in the same priority bracket. Right, so because they're in the same priority bracket, but you still beat the Hippowdon. Yep. There you go. That makes sense. That's, that is a fascinating set. It's the Clefable set right now. There you go. Teleport. Who knew? I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, teleport was really big, and it's, you can only get it through the Let's Go, which is yep. sad. Uh, you have to play Let's Go. But it's it. like a TM there, which is yeah. bizarre to me. Yeah, it is. Uh, the next two are, I guess, relatively standard as well. It's Heavy Duty Boots Rotom Heat. 248 HP, 36 special defense, and 224 speed. What are we at speeding, Seth? Explain. Modest QREM. Makes sense. Okay. And this is wearing heavy-duty boots, which is the item I was most hyped for before OU was neutered. Best item in the game. Such a good item. Yeah, it's such a good item. In 6v6. In 6v6, yes. Nowhere else. It is hold. It, it is nasty plot, overheat, discharge, and pain split. This is just Rotom. This is Rotom. This, this mm-hmm. is... I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. This is just Rotom. (laughs) You could slap Toxic over Pain Split if you want. Yeah. But that's an option. I mean, it's Rotom Heat. It does what it does. Ferrothorn is our next member because you got to have something that hits Dracovish. Kind of. 
And survives Dracovish. It can survive Dracovish. Leftovers, iron barbs, 252 HP, 252 defense, so you can resist Dracovish. Uh, <laughs> four special yeah. defense. Impish nature, so you can help out with those Dracovish hits. Um, <laughs> it's, it's got stealth rock, knockoff, leech seed, and one of the best moves to come out of Sword and Shield, body press. Yeah. So that you can actually do more damage with that than you can with like Power Whip or something. I, I love body press. I love power It's so power good. Press. It's a fun move. It's basically coming off of base one thirty one attack. Yeah. Like it, it's good. I love I love Feroth. I love body press. Body press is like my favorite move that comes out of this. But yeah, take us home, Seth. Take us home. You bet. We are cleaning it up with Manda Buzz, also with heavy duty boots, ability overcoat, obviously. EVs are two forty eight HP, seventy six defense, eight special defense, one seventy six speed. That is to outrun um Jolly Bisharp is to Jolly outrun Bisharp. that. Mm, With a jolly nature, Mandibus has a jolly nature as well. It's got Brave Bird, Foul Play, Roost, and Defog. So you might see U-Turn on Mandibus or something like that, but this one has Brave Bird because this team kind of fears Conkelder, and it helps there. It also helps with Keldeo. So yeah, that's Mandibus. Kind of standard, a couple little quirks, but kind of standard. Yeah. And finally, we wrap it up with Dragapult holding Spell Tag with the ability Infiltrator. EVs are 40 HP, 252 special attack, 216 speed with a timid nature. That outruns all Dracovish, Jolly or not, and Scarved or not. The 216 threshold outruns all of them. It's got Dracometeor, Hex, Will-O-Wisp, and U-Turn. And one thing I want to just throw out there, I'm actually not the author of this team. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I stole it from Thinkinator on the Smogon forums, and he... He put it together really well. He's got good justification for all of the stuff on the team. So just throwing that out there. Ooh, good for you, Seth. Thanks for, thanks for telling us that you're, you're a dirty, dirty cheater. A uh, scout is honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this is a good team, though. I mean, it, it looks pretty standard. I feel like it's easy to drive. Mm-hmm. It looks fun. Yeah, it looks easy to drive. It's a very common defensive core with Terrakion and Dragapult as breakers. Yeah. In my version of it, I swap out Toxic on Rotom Heat for over the for, Pain Split slot because that makes Dragapult's job easier mm, to hex okay. everything. Because uh, there's no other status. I'm not against that, yeah. I'm glad we have Terrakion back. Yeah, he's terrifying, especially now that Doug Trio's gone. Like, his best answer as far as revenging it and guaranteeing it's out is gone. Previously, you might run Quick Attack over the Earthquake slot. Now you don't have to. Now you can actually break past Toxapex. It's scary. Ooh, I'm excited. I kind of want to try it out. Maybe this will be mm-hmm. my first foray into OU. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jenny. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, other than that, though, I yeah, if you want to try the team, it's on the Discord server. But we are going to shift gears, guys, and we're going to head on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the segment where you can send an email to us at pucklepodcast@gmail.com, and we'll probably read it on the show. Uh, that way, you guys can get chime in if you disagree with me, or agree with me, and you want to show your support, or maybe you like Seth better than me and you want to tell everybody about it. Nah. All of these things are fair things to send us in the mailbag at pucklepodcast@gmail.com. Last week, we wanted to know from you guys. I forgot already, but oh, we wanted to know if you thought there were more remakes coming. Uh, so we sent, sent you send them in. 
we've got a couple of them this week, and I'm excited to get there. But before we begin, this segment is brought to you by the very fictional energy drink, Green Toros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! You know, we've built up that brand that somebody could probably sell a product under that brand, and they would make more money than they should. Yeah. Uh, by that, I mean a positive amount. <laughs> so Any amount. But this also means that we'll give the Green Toros badge to uh, anybody who sends it in that we think wrote a good email that sparked discussion and made us do something cool. Uh, so let's get into it. I believe our first email this week is going to be from Ben. Yes, it is. Hey, Puckle Crew. As always, thanks for doing what you do. I always look forward to the show. Thank, Thank you, Ben. You, ben. Um, yeah, uh-huh. that's nice. I, I appreciate that. We like it when people like what we do because we spend way too much time doing it. <laughs> and we need to like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smash that. I one. hope a Gen 4 remake will be on its way sooner rather than later. It's a pretty low-hanging fruit that would continue with the tradition of remakes and also round out the Pokedex for the current generation. Yeah. What are your thoughts on Black and White 3? It's not going to happen. <laughs> My desire to finally get a Landorus led me to Pokemon Dream Raider, which then got me playing Black and White 2. I'm pretty blown away by the depth of the game. It would be fun to see Unova with updated graphics, faster gameplay, and story connections to Sword and Shield or other regions. I can't wait. Uh, I'm actually very curious to see what they'll do when they get to Gen 5 for Remix, because it does need both. So It needs both. So I think, one, it's really bad to... I, I don't want to assume that Game Freak will do anything that requires real work. That's Yeah, that's very fair. I think they've demonstrated that's that. kind of the where I feel Game Freak is at right now. Mm. And I don't mm. know how much of it is their fault entirely. Like, I think part of it is they're they're definitely bowing to the expectations of someone. I don't know whether that's the fan base or whether that's um, Papa Nintendo. That's just like you mm-hmm. need to have an episode or not an episode. That's me. A game. You have to have a game every every week. Or not every God. I went back every to myself. Wow, I'm projecting. I, I'm projecting. Oh my! You're really self-centered Yikes. right now. <laughs> I'm projecting. Oh God. Oh yeah. Oh no. Uh, no, I'm just. It, it's a long show today, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. expect. I like. I really. I honestly don't have faith in them to want to do something that would actually require any significant amount of work like that. Like, I, I feel like instead of relying on old stories, they would try to make something new before they would try to expand on something old, uh, which is disappointing to a lot of us fans. Because something I've learned about, um, quote unquote, nerds is we really like continuity. And no. Yes. I think this is very much highlighted in uh, in the Pokemon community. But also, I'm, a, I'm an avid um, also Power Rangers fan, right? So uh, something that uh, I don't talk about often on the show. But check that, off your bingo cards, folks. Yep, check it out. I don't think that one's on the bingo card, but just the Blue Ranger. Just, that's a different story. Scrum. <laughs> um, but in the Power Rangers franchise, for example, like they they like try to force continuity and like theories about how things happen. It's real bad. It, it like happens a lot. I see. It's just something that I've like observed like throughout fandoms, though. Like they crave continuity. And we get those nods, at least. Like, Pokemon's very good about giving those nods. Like, they're just like, hey, I heard about this Pokemon trainer in this version, blah, blah, blah. Or they, like, mention the region and, like, we all freak out. Mm-hmm. And then somebody comes up with a theory that that's the next remake because they mentioned that region. I mean, it's just a cycle. But So Pokemon's been very good at it. But I I don't think we'd get a black and white three. Like, that's just that sounds like something that 
would uh, like honestly my my feeling is you just see Masuda and he goes but that would be work and <laughs> and then he, that's like how how I feel the the excuses like I I know that's probably not what Masuda's like but that's the sense that I get from him from his public uh, statements in the past year mm-hmm. which is unfortunate state of the game what a fun state of the company yeah. um anyway back to this email. <laughs> Finally, random thoughts on a feature I think could be interesting. I've always been bothered by the fact that hundreds, likely thousands, of trainers are theoretically hoarding Pokemon in boxes, never again to see the light of day. <laughs> think of the ecological and ethical implications. Some world building could be accomplished by updating the release option instead of releasing directly back into the wild. We would donate our captured Pokemon to a sanctuary that aims to rehabilitate them before release. <laughs> For those mons that just wouldn't be able to make it in the wild anymore. The feature could be connected to a Safari Zone-like area so they can find a new trainer. That just sounds like some, like, we all saw Tiger King, I'm assuming. This just sounds very Tiger King I haven't watched Tiger King. Never have I been so personally attacked by something I 100% agree with. (laughs) (laughs) What? By what? What did you agree with? This whole thing. Those people keeping hundreds of Pokemon in box. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Well, I've always oh. thought of them as like enjoying a good life when they're in a box, though. So, yeah. Head cannons. Glances at 123 different Trico. I mean, think about it. When Ash sends something, it lives on the professor's ranch, right? Mm, Which is That's lovely. how I feel about it. Pokemon yeah. ranch? Exactly. I don't think of it as unethical. And I mean, in fact, I think the release of the... Um, of Gen 8, when we see Pokemon walking in the wild, there's plenty. <laughs> uh, I do like the idea of the feature, though, where you could just be like, hey, I'm going to release these Pokemon, but it's like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like surprise trade, but en masse, so that you can, mm, you can send it to like yeah. some server where they pull it from. But even then, they could just randomize it. They could just randomize it. They would have to tie it to a reward. Yeah, because it's just feeling like in yeah. Pokemon Go, you release stuff for candy, you know? I feel like it would have to have, like, a candy version. Yeah. In which case, we're not releasing it for an ethical purpose. We're releasing Grinding it because up. we want something out of it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like there's actually a conundrum with the ethical goals of making that feature desirable. Yeah. I appreciate Interesting. I appreciate that, though. Yeah. Anyway, there is so much <laughs> potential for the Pokemon franchise moving forward. Thank you for always getting me hyped each week. Ben. Wonderful. Thanks, Thank ben. You, ben. We got we have like two of the most normal named people for emails this week because we just had Ben. <laughs> like usually it's just like it's just like Shaman Lover 96 and and like all this other weird stuff. The fluffiest whimsicott. Um and then and then What a weird name. Yeah, then we've got Ben and now we've got uh, Nate. <laughs> so go ahead, Seth. Tell us what Nate wants to say. All right. Hello, Puckle. I haven't written for a bit. I work from home now, which means I don't drive to work, which means I don't listen to podcasts on the way to work, which means I get a little behind. But I'm all caught up now. I think remakes aren't something that's ever going to really go away. If the last decade has taught me anything, it's that nostalgia sells. The kids who started with Diamond and Pearl are going to have a disposable income soon and want to see their favorite game, but rendered in 3D with fairies and TRs and all that stuff. And the kids after that are going to want to see the best Pokemon games, black and white, with fully animated, voice-acted Final Fantasy (laughs) cutscenes. Okay, that one might not happen, but I can dream, right? They would never. Do you know how much work that would take? And all the languages? It's never going to be voice-acted. It will never never be voice-acted. It will never be voice-acted. Little side note, I would argue that Gen 6 has a much better post-game than Gen 8. The Looker Emma side story is much more sweet and enjoyable than the Sword Word Shieldbert story. 
partially because there's no one named Shield Bert in it, and it partially because Sonya is the worst. What? Interesting. Sonya, Sonya, Sonya is kind of the worst. I can understand. How dare you be? <laughs> I think Marty's the worst. Fight me. Before I fight you, continuing. <laughs> you can't spend the whole game telling me that Leon and myself are super, super special because we use Pokemon real good, 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 uh, to just turn around and say the old kings sucked just because they only used Pokemon real good. Maybe that's my personal bias. Thanks for still being the best Pokemon podcast, even if I'm not the greatest listener. Horrible Nate. listener. No, you know what, Nate? Don't be so hard on yourself because everyone's having to adapt. Yeah. yeah. And you're just adapting. Don't be just hard adapting. on You know? Well, Give yourself yeah, yeah. space. Exactly. You caught up. That's yep. what matters. You got here. You're here. We're all here you together. You are the best listener. You are behind and chose to catch up. I can't think of anything more admirable for being a good listener. Exactly. Imagine all the listeners that are behind now, Nate. Think about yeah. that. Yeah. When do you yeah, think they'll you hear are this a one? a great listener. Yeah. Thank you, Nate. Yeah. All right. So that is uh, that is the mailbag this week. I Ooh. really like Ben's email the best. I think he deserves can it. Can we give them both? Is that crazy? Can we just do both if there's two? Yeah, we can. They were both well because one's yeah, the greatest I like listener. Them both. I like them both. You know what? Good. Ben and Nate, come on to the Discord. You can get your green Tauros badge if you ask. Uh, we really appreciate those emails this week. If you want to send an email and possibly enter the contest for $20 of AnimeGravy.com credit, uh, you can go ahead and email us at PucklePodcast.gmail.com next week asking us for i don't know uh what, what's the question what are we talking about today uh what what is your favorite competitive format in pokemon right now and why i like that question i like that mm-hmm. send that in pucklepodcast at gmail.com maybe send us a team maybe it becomes the pokemon the episode team you never know yeah hopefully we'll get a plethora of chosen answers yeah yeah i'm very curious to see where that lands. yeah i'm very curious to see what everybody's playing so yeah send that in uh, and then, of course, you can uh, follow us on social media at Twitter, Facebook, Reddit. We have a Reddit. That's right. And Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Do we use the Reddit? Uh, no. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Discord. Yeah, get, get on, on Discord. Discord. <laughs> Discord's the most important one anyway. It's always in the show notes. Discord, Twitter are the big ones. Yeah, Discord and Twitter are the two big ones that we like to use. Uh, I really intend to keep to get on Instagram. I, it's honestly just because I've been too lazy to hook up my DSLR to my phone. So Because I, like, I take pictures with my DSLR. And so it would be uh, – so from there, uh, not only that, but if you want to keep up with us throughout the week and do even more cool stuff, you can come to the Discord like we said or go to Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast where I stream at least one or two days a week, Um, typically on Thursdays and uh, another day. We did Jackbox uh, on Friday night this last week. That was so fun. It was was a lot of fun. Uh, So we're probably going to do more of those in the future. So if you want to come and play Jackbox with the the co-host of the Puckle Podcast – uh, keep a lookout on Twitter and stuff like that. Maybe we'll do another one Friday. Uh, in addition to that, uh, don't forget about Puckle Plus, which includes things such as Battlecast, uh, where you can get another show every Thursday for the Puckle crew. And then, of course, we can also go over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. We're working on a strategy to get that rolling a little bit more smoothly and a little bit more consistently. So please go over there. Uh, we do intend to do that. And we really like it when people watch that content and talk to us about it. Um, we just we like expanding over there, and it's a little fun to like expand your uh, your your horizons. Uh, and then, in addition to that, if you uh, if you want to help support the show, you can go over to Twitch at twitch.tv at slash the Puckle Podcast and give us a, a Twitch Prime subscription. It helps out the show. Uh, or you can support the show by going to viteramen.com and picking up some noodles that are healthy for you and using code Puckle at checkout for ten percent off. I've used the code more than once. I have used the code more than once now. They just upgraded their noodle formula. Did they upgrade it? Yeah. 
They they're on version 1.2, which is a lot better than 1.1. Is it? So get is it excited. Really? Yeah, I haven't oh. tried it yet, but from reading it and oh. reading the notes and everything, I don't like that. It it looks good. I I mean, I I'm going to try it. Like, let's be real here. I, I know you're going to try it. So. Have you tried the Szechuan yet? Have you tried? It the spicy has not yet? shipped yet. It's coming probably sometime in June. Okay, because. The thing is, I, I want your opinion on it, let me tell you, because I always get the vegan miso at this point, and yeah. then put my own chili in it. Mm-hmm. There so you I go. I want to know which would I rather do, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I ordered the vegan miso regularly. Oh, I'll let you know when I get it. Yeah. I think I got 20 of the Szechuan's, wow. so I'll let you know as soon as I get it. Okay, I can't wait to hear how it is. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to support the show, uh, you can buy some t-shirts over at TeePublic at TeePublic.com. Um, that always helps support the show. And if more directly, you can go over to patreon.com where you can get giveaways, uh, access to the bot where you can create your own Pokemon and even more wonderful prizes. So that is uh that's a fun time. And I guess that's everything here at the Puckle podcast. I have been trainer Thatch. I continue to be sublime. And I'm Seth Vilo. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.